Welcome to NARS, a lifestyle podcast that's all about training topics, candid conversations, and the come up. We interview the who's who, the who are you, and anybody who has a story to tell. So if you're looking to grow, tell someone you know, NARS is about to blow. I'm your host, speaker, and MC, and wannabe bad, bad. Crazy man, Nas, finally. Yeah, you took forever. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> I want something unrestricted. I want something where I can be myself. I want something yeah. that's not disturbed by radio ads. True. And I want to have hot conversations. If I do drop a Bible verse, but cast like five minutes later, <laughs> just understand those are the complexities and the dynamics of who I am, and I'm unapologetic about it. Okay, I'm going to say it. I'm actually just going to say it. What up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> Hello, Nas listeners, and those that are new to my podcast. So this is episode number four. You guys hear me? Are you with me? We live. We're with you. Okay. I don't know about the live part, but I do have DJ Abza here sitting with us. And I have, obviously, now Beats, our in-house resident. And yeah, guys, I want to start that topic. Mara. Before Gakhagal, have you guys seen the uh, R. Kelly episode, situation, documentary, what, what, that's been happening? I actually just try to watch it now, like, I think, the past 20 minutes. Yeah. No, not the past 20 minutes. Well, 20 minutes before you got here. Yeah. Um, and then mom came to and then it was like, ah. <laughs> and everything had to stop. And everything had to stop. Yeah, because I was a bit uneasy with mom. Like, all that stuff that they were talking about, chilling with my mom next to it. What yeah. were they talking about that made you uneasy? Um, they were talking about, like, um, how this guy just lurks over high schools. And, mm. You know what I mean? It's mm. like, it's creepy. Yeah. yeah. What did you, have you, have you seen it? No, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? It's crazy. Just wish yeah so i was streaming it live streaming it i was streaming it today on a stream site that shall not be mentioned as for royalties as per royalties so and i you know i i literally sat for three hours and watched back-to-back episodes and in the three hours from start to finish i mean they start opening painting him as the artist the mega star the you know this cut this kid who's like came from an impoverished background what's about that whole story about the projects and all of that came from the gutter you know everyone seems to have lived in the projects so that's the picture they paint and then you see these different people who are in his immediate circle, vocalists, you know, backup singers, you start to see different people and they're all saying the same thing that essentially R. Kelly, the star, versus Robert Kelly, the human behind the star, are two different people, two different evils. And how everyone in the industry is protecting him regarding this whole rape thing. That he wants to molest or, you know, have sex or he's deeply very attracted to abusing young girls sexually. And, you know, I wanted to just discuss it. I don't, look, I don't have enough knowledge about the topic. I think anyone who watched the documentary is going to be like, oh my gosh, I have a say, I have a say, I have a say. But he's deeply, like, he has serious, serious issues. And I, on the, on the documentary, he was molested as a child by young, by people in his family. And I mean, I had a conversation today and, and, and a guy just said, you know, you, that should not be an excuse. Doesn't matter. Like, if, if, if Noah was abused when he was a, a child and I was abused, why now can now be? How do we break? Yeah, but how is now okay the and living and living great? But Aunt Kelly so torn up, and now like you know he's so messed up. Um, honestly speaking, um, 
you know how I always view these things. I feel like there's there's like a demon at work. Mm. You know, um, you know some. I think every family um, has a, a, a kind of a demon to 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 a degree. You know, some is rape, some is but something starts from somewhere. You know, it's a cycle. I mean, he was he was molested by a generation before him. Yeah. You know, and he's continuing the legacy. Mm. You know, it's a demon at work. It's mm. like you know when they a say a generational curse. Actually. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. And um, you know, you do it. Person does it to someone, that person, mm. and they then carry it over. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, but now we need, to, we need to start now looking at. I think what's more important is is, is sure. You know, R. Kelly is a subject, but you know how many people are out there who are not famous? That are doing it. That are doing but I'm saying for the ones that aren't doing it, the ones who were molested as kids yeah. and they're not doing it, what about, they, they, they find, okay, maybe they broke it in some ways because obviously that changes you for the rest of your life. Yeah. But they're finding a way to cope with it. They're not taking it out on banner or trying to perpetuate the cycle. Yeah. Why is he so freaking special that now he can, we can use the fact that what I'm trying to say is we're not saying uh, he's special. He yeah. just happens to be the guy. Poster boy right now. He's the poster boy for, for it. You know what I mean? Mm. So, but more than anything, you know, we need to rather like um, try to heal the situation from its depth. Mm. You know, because it's like, it's, I, I, every year, like, you know, I, I ask myself, why, even things like drugs, I, I ask myself, why does someone take drugs? Like, to a point where you know, drugs take over your life to a degree where your life and its drugs are not taking over everything that you are living in life. Like these things start slow and then they take over. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the drugs are not the issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The issue is whatever pushes somebody to do the drugs. The trigger. The trigger. Yeah. You know what I mean? People do weird shit to numb things out. Yeah. You know, I mean. Um, just the other day, sorry to say this, but just the other day, MT fell off stage. Um, you know what I mean? I know this sounds like I'm derailing, but like MT fell off stage because of these drugs. It's still doing it, you know. But it feels like there's a deeper pain that he's trying to numb out, numb out, or rather be in a in a in a in a mind state that does not um, be in a in a state of mind that does not influence um rather where they don't where they can escape that actually mm, they really escape more than anything yeah yes. so hey man i feel like this is um a way like these people find ways they use this as a as an escape of some sort yeah. um you know in that same documentary there's a lady there's a psychologist lady that was saying uh you know the psychological effect of something like this is is him um, wanting to molest these kids because it, ha- it happened to him at 14. He's trying to f- victimize other people and not be the victim anymore. Yes. In his mind, he's trying to he's take fighting. the position of power yes. that he didn't have when he was at that place yeah. when he was 14. So his revenge is with a different thing. You know what I mean? Um, you know what's crazy? I feel though. like that's how human beings are. I'll make it there. You know what's crazy though? So. Kimame's interview, and then at some point, Barry, no, um, when the golden shower, when he peed on a young 14 year old girl, so he has only three some of the 14 year old girl and a 16 year old girl. And the 16 year old girl was like a permanent person, why, who lived with him. 
and the 14 year old girl was like someone who occasionally has sex with but the 16 year old girl didn't know very twisted anyway so then so he says so when the video comes out you have a golden shower he goes to his bodyguard because his bodyguard organizes girls for him and says hey dog you know what actually like her mama said thing obviously that's cool her mama said thing uh, we need to pray because i really have a problem and and you know I, i can't stop taking videos of these girls you know because he films everything and he's like you know and now this 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 thing with this girl like oh my god we have to pray before it gets out of hand so this is not someone who's desensitized this is someone who sees it as a way of living because you know when when you look at the interviews this is a fraction out of the whole because there are non disclosures that the rest side so we can't go on the show so yes you are broken you are this you are that when when you don't take a responsibility because the industry protects him so if you protect him as a friend from doing that or from people knowing about it you're saying that it's okay and that's why he can get on and be like oh i have a problem and bodyguard will be like okay let's pray but next day he still wants some girls and the bodyguard will help and i think it's, like it's a, not just about it's not just about um it's 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 because he's so he's such a super figure he's such a mega like he belongs to black people people at the trial for the 14 year old girl were like no not arkan he won't get arrested no they just try to take his money well there's a 14 year old girl in the video you see it like no that wasn't him so we're we're, we're protecting the image of the man we can't even think he's human can i tell you something you know I, today yeah um, just today yeah the weirdest thing of i'm on the conversation with this chick right um we were just talking and she has two kids she lives at home with her with her parents uh, her mom and her stepdad <laughs> you know she, she, she says to me so in in her case she has a son she has a daughter and it's her and she says to me uh, I forgot where the conversation went and she's like yeah but like it's oh, oh, oh it started with me saying no you know started lifting weights and she's like no send me a picture I'm like nah I don't So I made a joke because like, you know, she was like, what you up to? She's like, no, I'm cleaning. So I made a joke. I'm like, yeah, send me a picture of you cleaning. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so that whole joke. Uh, she's like, yeah, you know, I like, I would have liked to make this cleaning, you know, look sexy. But I can't afford to do sexy in my mom's house. Besides, I don't like the stairs that my stepdad gives me. Because I don't want to you know, give him the wrong idea because... When I was younger, hey. you know what I mean. On Teddy P, on Teddy P, you know what I mean. I'm like, oh shit, that's deep. You know what I mean. Hey. And then I ask her, damn. And now you live there with your daughter and your son. Yeah. How do you feel every time you leave the house? Like, mm. are you comfortable with? And then she's like, no. Uh, that's why I'm trying to do my best to get the hell out of here as soon as possible. I'm like, have you spoken to your mother about? Mm. You know, because it's your stepdad. I mean, if someone was romantically involved with your mother, mm. it is now it's sort of like finding you attractive is now lasting over you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. And it's it's like this is like a deep problem. You know what I mean? And she's like, yeah, my mom is like a housewife, 
So I'm like, oh, so he's the breadwinner. So, so your mom knows. It's just when you told your mom, you and your mom ended up not speaking for some years. Yeah, you see, and and that's so that's that's a form of protection, protecting the culture, right? She's protecting the bag. Mom is protecting the bag. Yeah, mom is like yo, this guy is the breadwinner. Yeah, she's protecting the bag. But can you? But now it's like, I hear, but like at what cost? You know what I mean? Your soul, your heart, your life. You know what I mean? A generation. Yeah. Then this person does not know what happiness is, and they've grown okay and accustomed to living like like that it's they've numbed it to a point they've they've managed to convince them themselves that it's normal so how do we break the cycle how do we because i feel like there's so many stories like that that don't ever like make it to the surface so we brush it off kelly is you know we we all go crazy because kelly Mm. you know what i mean but like you know, I think also because it's the magnitude. So demons. it's like demons. Yeah, like it's the magnitude to how he did it. Obviously, it's firstly because he's arcade, but he did it in every city. He had girls flown out, so it was multiple. It wasn't like you know when you are sorry to say molested in your family. It's generally one uncle, and he does it to you and your brother or whatever. Like whatever younger person is in the family, because what's the whole helpless? But his pool is not like unless he's in a environment where I'll expose to so if he's a school teacher if he's a you know swim coach possible whatever whatever thing but if R. Kelly's pool was the world and then this person's pool is more like yeah Sophie Le Magret really too but it still matters no like, it doesn't dumb it down yeah, yeah it doesn't it, it doesn't it's, it's the same thing it's just that but that's the thing is you won't be called the molester you'll be called Malume whoever because you didn't do it to the neighborhood, you did it to one black child or two people. So I'm just like, where do we? And how do you spot it? Because Banaba told it. Or if Babu, Mama, Bato, Mamela, because hey, he's the bag. Hey, he's this. Or hey, she's this, she's that. You know what I mean? Like, what's the solution? So, like, how do you depress them? These are the realities. Let's have the example. Let's have the example. Let's have the opinion. How hectic was that, guys? Yeah. You know what? I still feel like that guy has a demon in him. You know, and ironically enough, I feel like, you know, he makes his good. He feeds the demon, and the demon feeds him music. So, he's addicted to that cycle. I think, you know, uh, because that's not normal. It's not, it's not. But I remember just before we watched the the you know the show or the doc, guys, you know, back in the day, like when we went around, our forefathers married young girls, you know. But the thing is, with them, they wanted commitment from the young girl, or were going to be committed to the young girl. Yes, they'd be promiscuous, but obviously not to the scale that Arcade is. But Arkel is not looking for commitment. He's looking to perform a sexual act or act. And therefore, it's like, ooh. Because we know of young marriages, guys. Let's be like this Aliyah and Arkel thing is not a new thing. Like, you know, but because somehow we feel more comfortable when it's in a marriage. Even though the child is young and not able to get married, 
according to law, but there's some certain level of comfortability that oh no, only it's so then actually grow into that this adult. But here it's just raunchy, dirty sex. Period. And I'm hearing like this girl say, you know, sex with R. Kelly wasn't natural. You can hear there's like a force there that isn't right. He's he's a dog. But there's two sides to R. Kelly, and one side is the devil. Stated by his wife, but yeah, it just it, it it scares me because it's not just arcade. Is it is it? Are there more people not only just in the industry but in places we don't know about at schools looking after our children and our families? How do we solve this? Yeah, I mean, um, I have a friend of mine again. I've got another lady friend who, who, who told me about. So basically, this guy gave them the job, right? So she was looking for a job and then people were like, no, apply uh, here and then I'll move some things around and give you a job. Um, the lady got the job whatnot. Apparently the guy was notorious for this thing. So at this workplace, what they do is they go there and, you know, they, they have to, they live there. It's like they go from hotel to hotel. Um... I think they do something at the hotels, mm. you know what I mean? And then obviously the hotel for that night, because they can only fix the place at night or whatever it is. And then they sleep there and then the, the next morning they move to the next hotel. So this guy then apparently said, no, uh, So the guy's like, no, I'm gonna come to your room, push up around you. So this chick is like, no, later I'm gonna blow my feelings. No, the lady. And eventually, this guy just decided to rock up at the, at the chick's room, started, you know, trying to do things. And at first, the chick wouldn't open, and then she started opening. And when she wouldn't open, this guy is like, yeah, so I want to go to a little spot, you know, now what are you going to do for me? Mm. You know, mm. on some like, you know, you have to sleep with me to keep your job, you know, if not, you know, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to make another plan. Apparently, this guy is used to doing it. So, I think it's a thing where it's males abusing their power, mm. you know what I mean? Or somebody needing something same thing as these women it's like you need dangle something they would like yeah. in their faces I mean that that lady wanted badly to start her music career I mean this Achille you know mm. like you, you know anything he says then if you just go by it then you'll be fine <laughs> you know what I mean that's what yeah. the lady thinking but yeah the way the thing is for now I don't think only Achille yeah. yeah even South Africa like there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Maybe. Especially in music industries, they. Is it young girls though? Yeah. Yeah. Are we talking teens? Look, man, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. Like, I even know, like, there's this young lady in my hood that, you know, she used to say to me, yeah, you know, I'd like to get into the music industry and whatnot. So I took a number with intentions of helping her. Then I realized, nah, she just wants the guys. You know what I mean? Mm. And sharp. So obviously, what's young? Uh, this she's young? young, like 16, 17. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, she's like, yeah, man, I want you to introduce me to mm. nice to see. Okay, I'm thinking, yeah, that's natural. He's around the age, you know? Yeah. Um, 
But before I knew it, the same little young lady, I'm looking at a WhatsApp status, then I'm seeing, you know, another artist, like a, an older artist, and I'm thinking, oh, but she's in school. Mm. But like, they just had sex, and she's just having video. Are you serious? Yeah, she's just shooting video fun. In my head, I'm thinking, yo, if this guy sees it. And at the time, I also have the guy's WhatsApp number. I could have just texted the guy. But in the same breath, it's like, it didn't look like the guy knew. So it's like, am I submerging myself in the middle of something that's got nothing to do with me? Do I keep quiet? Do I say something about it? Do I... Sure. You know what I mean? But like, she put up the video. He's, he's tired late there. And he's passed out. And she's just like shooting this video. She's like, yeah. You know what I mean? I just fucked the brains out of my man. I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm you, like... You understand? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because if the person... If you as the guy don't know the age, and if I'm 18 or I'm 19 or I'm just stepping into varsity, you generally take their word for it. You know what I mean? But if the artist was camping out, looking, straight, straight out looking for young children, and then we won't know because she did a video, Babang maybe didn't. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing. It's creepy. It's creepy. I think it's it's a demon. It's a demon air power where these guys want to feel emasculated by you know what I mean? They want to This thing, can I how, how, what's the youngest what, what, Jacob Zuma's youngest wife? Or is she in her twenties? The way I thought she was in her teens. Are we sure? She's but, in her twenties. But, but how long ago was this? Last year or the year before? When did they get married? Last year or the year before? Bona, whatever, but she's like, she's young and the country country obviously frowned upon it because of her age. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she was in the team. But the power dynamic of saying, okay, someone younger, mm-hmm. also with money, who owns or whatever runs the country, similar to someone younger who's now being molested by someone who has power, i.e. R. Kelly. It's a similar situation, but with her, she probably had, she could, she could differentiate and say, no, this is what I want. And the umbrella of marriage, again, makes it seem okay, like it did with Ali and R. Kelly at some point. We don't know, but I mean, a lot of people have power complexes. I mean, you know, we hear gang stories about how um, Kanye West wants to control what Kim Kardashian wears. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Her style has been so bomb lately. Like, I'm okay with that. But exactly, but like... It's a power just, thing. It's a power thing, because he's... He's then dictating what you must... I mean, if a guy tells you not to wear, you not to wear. I think it depends on the kind of relationship we have. And if I'm like... No, you know what? Honestly, my wardrobe... I don't know. I like your fashion sense. What do you think I should wear? Mm. No, wear this. Wear this. Wear this. Like, you need context. Oh. We can't just say... We can't take it isolated home. No, Kanye West was just like Because then it sounds like, woo. But... No, but they, apparently she used to wear, like, colors. No, she did. It's a thing. And this, and this guy was like, no, I don't want you No, but we need context. That's what my thing is, like, it needs to have context. Because she changed her whole wardrobe. And it's... The way the Kardashians have their life on TV, it would be very hard for you to miss that he's controlling. Like, you'd be able to pick it up. Kim says the most outlandish things there. She does the most. For me, if it's clothes, I'm okay with it. So my thing is, what's the complex thing? You know what I mean? Um, 
But for me, it's business. For me, it's business. It's Come business. There. If you have to pay the studio time, you pay studio time. That's it. I, I, I get you. Yeah. I get that's you. That's how I work. That's how you work. Doesn't matter. Old lady or not old lady. It's fine. It's business for me. I actually have an experience, a personal experience. When I left school, I think in 2014 or whatever. Yeah. And so, I'm guys. I've always been entrepreneurial. So... I met this guy, whatever, and he's like, no, listen, I'm like, okay, what do you do? Because I see him in a C63s, I see him, he, he had a Jaguar, he had a Porsche, he was just, and up the road. So I'm like, oh, okay, but what is it that you do? Where does this money come from? He's like, no, I'm in construction and other businesses. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm always thinking, okay, my advantage is I'm black, I'm a woman. I've got the two things you need. What else? What else do you need from me? Please can like can you assist me since you are willing to already? And he's like, no, it's fine. Register the company. I register my company. He's like, yeah, you need this, you need to get onto this tender, you need to get onto this registry, make sure you signed up with this. And I'm like, I did it. He's like, yeah, give me the papers and I'll give it to my sister who's part of whatever. It's not going there. I'm like, okay. So I get on the relevant databases, and then he's like, okay, so the only thing is before I like 
let's you know so he dresses it up as eba mutwaka i mean yes he'd come and collect me but i'm young you know i'm still young and i'm like no i don't want to do this and he's like no just keep like as in school let me just take you out we'll go we have lunch in my same mind i'm like okay this is a door a door to construction let me entertain in a sense yeah for let me allow him to take me out but the conversation would never stick on business because we spoke about business for like 10 minutes out of the entire time i know him and all the effort that went into building my so called business was from me hakifayela ah no di pampiritsele eh sister and like regulate and he'd always fetch me but it would never end up where we were supposed to be so at some point i was helping him run errands like for his business and at the end of it i was like akivatli and i remember i was in a situation where we were alone and he tried to force himself yeah. and at in that moment i felt like i put myself in that situation because i wasn't in my teens okay i was in my early 20s but i put myself in that situation um yes he should have known better but i got into his car and i knew his intentions weren't great you know and when he tried that it was a shock but i felt like i had a role to play so what more for a team what more for a team who's like been promised the one thing she can do is sing or the one thing she can do is whatever dance and she's promised this thing this thing she's always want i just wanted money and he already from the onset knew he wanted as you know that's what he knew and that's what and that he, he, he so he was willing to do anything to make you believe it to make me believe that's and i almost did but i literally literally it felt like the devil yeah. at some point it felt because it was it it was dressed like a sheep in a wolf like in what is it what's the saying in a wolf skin is it sheep isn't it wolf in a sheep wolf in a sheep skin that's it that's that's the one I that's what it it's is it's like um, yeah it's presented with which one it's like you know if the devil had to come to you mm-hmm. uh, i remember there was a sermon in the church this one time where um looking at what of it you know if the devil comes to you he's not going to come to you looking like the devil yeah you know he's going to come to you looking like everything you ever wanted mm. you know and you're going to welcome it because it looks and hope you know what i mean it's like uh, computers you know nothing comes like hey I'm a virus you need to mess up the computer it's it open comes. this it's like, you know what i mean it's like it, there's an element of perception yeah you know but the great thing is we can you know our spirit knows when something is deceptive it's mm. just sometimes we just choose not to listen to us yeah you know because sometimes this thing of persuasion and you know it's just hypnotizing you into thinking this is the path yeah. you know it's like and you know you even say things to yourself like yeah but if you don't do this How you when, when is it ever gonna get? When are you gonna, when are you gonna get what you yeah, want? Yeah. Like, this thing is so bad. Like, uh, I dated a chick that was also told for me. Um, listen, your grades are very great. Uh, we can we can give you the scholarship, Marie. What is something in return? El scholo. Yeah. Scholarship for, for uni. For, for scholarship. Ooh, so let me give you. Officer, she met the guy. The guy's like, yeah, he's. Ma, I, 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 I,
so I think that's why I had a problem with the music industry when I when I chose to not be in it. You know, I think this is everywhere. It may be everywhere, but I feel like it's more blatant in the music industry. Also, because I had a normative, I had a real experience where you go, you get a like I had, I'd been in so many situations where it was like, yeah, Salman, like I'm rapping, but lyrics are everything. We're doing a feature, but your soul, your soul purpose is just lost over me. You know, it's just lust, and that's all you speak about. That's all you want. You just want to tap it. You want to whatever. You can't even think straight. And a lot of people will think, ah, oh, no, but that's normal. But switch it off. Nothing is just business anymore. Nothing is just let's just record and fail. Nothing is that. Everything is a blurred fucking line. Everywhere. I agree everywhere. But what I'm saying is, because music is a lustful and in some areas especially hip hop it's a very lustful you hear about about the you know the lyrics themselves shake your booty whatever like I'm, I'm a silly lyric but it's there it's in your face it's not something hidden they perpetuate the culture and they act like it and they they look at me like a piece of me i'm no longer having a podcast for me is like great no one gets to see me so no one will lust over me i'm not saying i'm great or anything but it gives me that thing you know yeah for actually i'll be judged by what i say not how i look yeah i guess we get yes whereas when i'm doing hip hop i go uber sexual uber sexual and then when i dance like that on tv and i come here and i want to be respected no people are like she's just ass Yeah. But that's a different debate for another day. Oh, that's intense. So yeah, I I didn't even know this reason. Yeah, this is a constant revelation. At some yeah, but anyway, I still so love hip hop and. Tell us about your moment. I would like to know your moment because we feel like. Who's we? <laughs> we are here. Me and Abzar. You and Abzar, yeah. Because two producers, two producers. Yeah. You know, to say like, you know, what is your 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 final draw for that moment in your life? Effect. I got a I got a record deal. Okay, so it's not a sex thing. It's not a sexual thing. Mine wasn't a oh, this is such a sexy industry. Actually, I'm lying. Okay, there's two instances. First, I got a record deal. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter which agency or whatever. And things were dragging on for too long. Literally, this guy. I signed the papers. It's a three sixty deal. I'm not bragging, but that's a contract in any case. And it was like a five year contract. Didn't know what the hell that meant. Googled it, but signed it at the end of the day. Told my parents that I'm gonna be a rapper. I just got a degree. They were just like, oh, "What are you saying? You can't go and do that." And things just took a very long time, even after the contract, to make a video. All I did was record songs. None of them saw the light of day. It was always like, ah, you know the people at YFM. Ah, you know the people at Metro. Ah, you know, and we have to pay this person this. No, just record here. And they'll take me to very, like, dingy recording studios in town at some corner. Or somewhere very far. And it just, the dream just got very hard to maintain. And for me, reality was calling now. I had goals. I had things that I wanted. I wanted, you know, materialistically. I'm, I'm done with the degree. I wanted to look a certain way. It just, it became like, from January, I signed it maybe the previous year, November, up until September when I actually got a job. Nothing. So you felt like you just wasted. I was wasting my time. Then when I saw that the thing that put this head on the nail was, I was changing. The more I recorded, the more sexual I was becoming, and. I got further and further away from God. 
felt like if I wasn't, you know, moving my body or or even on half naked on stage or I I wasn't I wasn't going to be noticed. I wasn't going to be and at some point I literally felt myself thinking like I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I may not have done it, but the thought was will. there. The will was there. Um mm. you know it's like this complex. Remember how Gigi was complaining about how she felt like she wasn't my mother. She all of a sudden had to be more sexual. And you know what I mean? Mm. Like, um, you know, that's what the story is. But like, I, I hear what you mean. It's like, you, it's, like the, it, it's like a trade. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, um, give more of yourself. Yeah. Like the more you keep, the, the more clothes you have on the less appealing you are. Suddenly, I'll be just characterized like a Lauren Hill, you know, as if now that's a bad thing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There was an era for Lauren Hill where you were fully clothed and you were fully good, but now it's like, no, you need to go all the way, boo. You need to be Nicki Minaj. You need to wear a piece of string on stage. And don't get me wrong, I love her music, you know, but I'm not willing to take it there. Yeah. I mean, Beyonce does the same damn thing. It's just because it's singing, it sounds more sultry and more, you know, it's more glamorous. But rapping, because the lyrics match the attire, it becomes dirty. And it's like, and the excuse for it is art. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Sure. That time this episode is called R. Kelly, also known as Oli. <laughs> Not also known, but uh, the story of Ole. Yeah, but look, Joe, um, I asked you these specific questions because sometimes, you know, when you take personal experiences and align them with uh, with these things, it becomes better. You know what I mean? It becomes more, more real and more tangible. Mm. You know what I mean? And for the fact that you felt that way. Can you imagine how many other girls oh. are not seeing the day and night and the, the hard work mm. and their effort so they end up feeling so it's like you know me I feel like I'm trying to open and play my music video you know mm. and then you go and you spend 40,000 rand on the video mm. thinking yeah this you know this time the quality is on point mm. and then you come back and like no um, then you have to do this and that mm. and that then it's mm. like can't do it so long. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? It's like, is, is, am I not good enough? It almost like, feels like the goalposts are moving all, all the time. time. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, any final words, guys, like on the topic of, you know, this documentary series, anything that you want to share? Um, man, I'm broken and I'm only on episode three and I know there's like three more episodes. Guys, it's like a season. Go on season one, put season two. And it's so I can't fathom. It's one man. I think I think this guy's not well and to tell you the truth, and I don't think he's the only one. Mm. There are people who who are deeply troubled uh, in the in the industry. Um, there's something in Chicago and say Chicago because you know Dave Chappelle went through some dark shit. Dark yeah. shit. Kanye West is going through ch- dark mm. shit is from He's from, he's from Chicago as well. And mm. uh, R. Kelly. I didn't even mean? know that. Yeah. I didn't know that they all came from the they same. They all come yeah. from Chicago, but like, it, it's crazy because these people have so much power around them. I remember even um, Skimang, uh, this guy who used to write 
for with Kanye or for Kanye saying Kanye is sick and no one was listening to him it's like Kanye is not well you need to attend to Kanye mm. but you know this is like three years ago and mm. now three four years ago and now it's like 2018 now everybody is like no Kanye is really bipolar yeah and now he's making it a thing like he's making it a workable disease or sickness sorry but yeah guys so, um just parting words perhaps fame is expensive guys um fame is expensive money is expensive um i i am an artist right and sometimes when i look at my life uh it's funny how this trade thing uh, we're having a conversation with um someone who's saying to me yeah but no i know you don't go out enough that thing hurts your career you're too much of an introvert Mm. And it's true, I don't go out enough. But it, it's not that what I think is not dope, but it's hard to see it because, and then this means I have to give a bit of myself. Uh, like, you know, a bit of what I like. I like being at home, um, doing everything at home, but I, I might have to give that up to make this career work. Work, yeah. You know what I mean? So mm. that's like, you know, to somebody, it's like, yeah, just go out more, network more. To you, it's like, but no, me, it's like, yeah. this is like me stepping out of who I am. You know what and I mean? And you are talking like so. Yeah, you are talking like I'm socially so awkward. I know that. Yeah, you are. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm very socially <laughs> awkward. You are homebody. Yeah, like I like to be at home, like, yeah. and, and, and 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 you see now, like, I have to give up that now. Mm. I ask myself, you know, it's funny. Like today, I was just asking myself, like, do I want? Like how much are you willing to give up? Do I really want to do this? Mm. And then now it's like let's say I do and it pops off and things are right. I just don't want to lose sight of who I am mm. on the other side. You know what I mean? Then that's that makes like that that now starts smudging into do I really want this? Do, you know what I mean? It, it, it becomes like escalated. It's, it's the same with um, how these guys they they they, they it feels like they've lost themselves. Yeah. But anyway, can I enjoy? Yeah. Yeah. Any words, Ives? Not for me, I think. Uh, yeah, the way Papa Pilan got the the way. Like, Kirbyan, the way Papa Pilan got the only. Kirbyan, it like not really affected the whole thing. Mm. Okay, yeah, affected a little bit, but it's about more to it, like okay. Yeah, yeah. Now, for more look like I feel it's more thing to continue. We are okay, give you kisses in such a way. Because we said, okay, since from the beginning, like, it really was messed out. up. So, no, I'm gonna... I think we're going to see that back to life. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, I feel it. I want to yeah, I like that. True. I like that, especially like that's why you have people who are poor, who are born poor, they can still come out rich, right? B I G J Z, R Kelly, all of that. But yeah. what we're seeing is people are just they they choosing to use their history as an excuse. So yeah, guys, I am so grateful for you guys tuning in. Um, so please, 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 please make sure that you share, spread the word about Nas. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud, and soon YouTube, baby. So yeah, thank you for listening, and I will see you or hear you will hear from me soon. Bye.